So what we're we're really saying is making a ruckus isn't just about making noise, right? Right, exactly. Um. Hey, Laura. Hey, Keith. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well. What have we been up to this week? We've been doing a lot of different things this week. So we went to the Packers Chargers game last week at Lambeau Field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we had a nice little four day stay in Green Bay. Yeah. In Door County. I mean, stay in Green Bay, but yep. Door County. And I'm trying to think what else. We came back and it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. We came back. It was Thanksgiving. You weren't feeling so well. We went to Green Bay and I got sick again. Yeah. Just a really bad cold. Uh, but yeah, that's what I do, I guess. Guess so. <laughs> we'll get a chance to try it again here. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, we had a nice trip with my parents. They came with. And the Airbnb was awesome. Oh and my goodness. The game room. I forgot that you told me there was a game room. Oh, yeah. Child too. He was in love with the game room. It was like throwback to what, like the 70s, 80s? Yeah. I mean, it had a, a pool table, it had like kind of a new video pinball, Star Wars video pinball. It had a like an arcade machine that had like a thumb drive that had like a million games on it. Mm-hmm. And then his favorite thing was the axe throwing, safe axe throwing. Yeah. It was like, you know, plastic stuck in like plastic fibers yeah. or whatever, right? He got like, the nickname Axe Man. Yeah. <laughs> He's really, and there was a foosball table. Did you say that too? Oh, no. Yeah, there was a foosball table, too. And, like, a little popcorn-making cart. Yep. I mean, it was... It was a popcorn maker, yeah. Everything. That that was good, too. That was a good popcorn. You did a good... (laughs) That was a throwback to my time of working with uh, student clubs. Yeah. You make popcorn, students will come and check it out. Yeah. So, we had, you know, like, a nice relaxing weekend in Green Bay. Came back. And then you had Thanksgiving with your family, and I stayed home. (laughs) Because I I didn't want to get anybody sick. I know. You've been... (laughs) I'm I'm a little cruddy still. Yeah. So he's been sick. He hasn't given it to me Mm-mm. yet. So that's good. I slept in the studio. Yeah. With a, basically a pool floaty. <laughs> this is what I was joking about it. I'm like, it's like sleeping on a on a raft for the pool. I figured it out the second night. I just needed a bunch of extra pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the most comfortable. <laughs> I probably should have just slept on pillows on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was a busy week, but uh, what are we going to talk about today? So we were uh, on the way home from the Packer game. Mm-hmm. Well, actually at the Packer game. Let me back up. Well, we noticed some stuff. At yeah, the we noticed game. some stuff at the Packer game. And we talked about it. We talked about on it. On the way home. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we had never. So we've been to several games at Lambeau. We go to a few games a year. But we've never noticed this prompt. So often on the uh, screen, right, they say, get louder. Like the or, Jumbotron, yeah. Yeah, be quiet. They're this, working. This was a new a new thing. like It was. We've never seen it before. No. And so the words were up there and it says, make a ruckus. Yeah. And we both like smiled at each other. We did. We like looked at each other and smiled because that's something that Seth says. Yeah. Seth Godin says it in almost every book, I, I swear. I don't know when he started, but it's every time, and any book I've listened to recently, he's talking about, you know, go make a ruckus. It's kind of like his sign off in a way, I think, is just a reminder to people to like go, go and do stuff, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so that was on that was on the the big jumbotron for the Packers, right? And and we thought, you know, maybe we could talk about what making a ruckus means to us right. in our creative work 
or in our well, lives <laughs> in general. It doesn't have to be creative work. Yeah, I like, yeah, you say creative work and I'm like, it's all creative. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is, I mean, that's, I'm glad that that's how I think of it because that's really what like the human touch is, is like you bring your creativity to whatever work you're doing. But I think, so what spurred us to talk about it more was we saw some different types of ruckus going on around us <laughs> we did. at the game. And it actually made us question because in the make a ruckus, the video, you know, calling us make a ruckus was really about cheer, get loud, be excited, yep. cheer them on, um, go for it. Right. Yeah. But it was juxtaposed against these other kind of what I think would be a ruckus, but weren't necessarily so conducive. Right. To the environment. So I don't know. Do you want to talk about so, one of them and I'll talk about one of them? Sure. You pick. <laughs> There's two two examples. So, so what I was going to start with was people started doing the wave. The The whole point of making a ruckus when they put that up, that's when we were on defense. They want us to be loud because they want us to disrupt the offense. Right. Well, and to be fired up, right? Yeah. And when our team is on offense we want to be quiet so that they can all get the play to each other and they don't get offsides or false starts and right. stuff like that yeah. it's just this kind of this thing that you know they try to get people to know so people started doing the wave and i remember a couple of years ago too like they made a point of saying like we don't need people doing the wave when we're on offense and we're down by however many points I will say though, I think to be to be fair though, I think we the crowd started the wave when we were on like a two minute TV break. So like it was starting and kind of picking up momentum. I think while we were waiting and in like a lull. So I so what I'm talking about here is like situational awareness kind of thing. Right. That's and and that's kind of like we were talking about that on the car ride and and so that I mean it was a ruckus and it and it. The thing is, like, that's like a connection and like a community thing. And people feel like part of a whole, right? Like you feel part of this large, you're this large, like 70,000 people and you're all in sync and you're all waiting your turn uh, for your, your, your turn to step up and do your thing. Like literally. Right. And it wasn't the right time. (laughs) Because longer, right? Yeah. Because they came, the announcer came over and he's like, really? The wave? Right now? It was actually a Packer because it was like a pre-recorded yeah. football player that was like, "Really, guys, the wave yeah. now?" Oh, okay. And so, <laughs> so that was interesting. And then there was another thing. Yeah, can I talk about? Yeah. So the other ruckus that we noticed, um, it was right away at the beginning w- on the I first mean, play first of the play game, first play of the game, and the second play, and the second play, and the, third, and the third fourth, play. and fifth. Yeah. So, um, we were sitting. Um, fairly far up in the stadium and everyone gets really excited at the be- beginning of a game. So you're standing up, you're cheering, you're watching the plays every, you know, everyone's getting used to who's around them and all that. Mm-hmm. And there was this gentleman in front of us and um, to the side, a little to the side. Yeah. Not like directly in front, but just to the side of us yeah. a little bit. And after about the second, first play or second it was play, the first was play, it the first play? The first play of the game. And, he he yells at the top of his lungs, down in front, yeah. sit down. Telling everybody really to sit down. Really loud. And <laughs> it wasn't just two people standing up in front of him. Entire, it was probably about 20 to 30 rows of people. The entire crowd. Standing up like, in front of him. Yeah. And 
I understand his frustration because not everyone can stand, right? Yeah. Uh, or or comfortably stand for long yeah. periods of time. Or if you have small children with you, even if people aren't standing, it's really hard to see over sometimes. That, and so you can't I, see the game, right? He, he was bugging the family in front of him because the five-year-old was standing <laughs> on the bench like a little later on. Yeah. And the kid wasn't even past his dad's head by more than like a quarter of an inch. No. And he's like, you really can't see over his head? <laughs> like, yeah. So anyway, he was a little grouchy is kind of how I would characterize him. But he kept, I mean... And I've seen people say down in front, sit down to the crowd, maybe once or maybe twice. But he didn't say it once. He didn't no. say it twice. He said it about five to eight times. And I remember, Keith, you turned around to kind of the people that were near us because we were all giving him a little bit of side eye. Like, what yeah. is going on? Somebody stole your donut this morning or something. I don't know. Like, there was just grumpiness happening. I don't know. He just seemed sour. And... You're like, well, that's going to be fun to listen to this whole time, <laughs> this whole game. Everyone's like, right? And it was just very, very awkward. Mm -hmm. And so that was a ruckus, right? Or was it a ruckus? Well, he was making a ruckus. He was making his we're, own we're ruckus. Kind of, we're kind of drawing this out a little bit, I feel like. and But I think, I mean, to to really understand the situation and like the... And that's why we were thinking about it, because we're like, did, what did he think he was enrolling in going mm -hmm. to a Packers game? Sure. That's where my head was. Because like, like, I'm not really mad at him. I actually just kind of feel bad for him because he was so crabby. It's like, you're, you're, why are you here? Like, it's not like you invited all these people to your living room and we're being rude. You're in a community where, like, some places, like some concerts, it's bad etiquette to sit. Like, at a rock show, they're like, don't sit. Like, you got to, you know, match the energy, right? You know? So, that was kind of where what I was thinking of. Was just, I was just, it was really interesting to me to think of, like, where and when do you make a ruckus? How do you do it? How do you show up? And and it's, you know, that situational awareness is, um, because it's something that I want to get better at. And so, I've seen how he was showing up and just un kind of unaware <laughs> of nobody else is on the same wavelength as you pun intended. Cause we were talking about the wave earlier, but, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like I look at it making a ruckus from like my perspective, I need to be a little more ambitious and I'm still working at that of when I talk about how I need to get going. Like you're like, I always call you like, you're my like instigator. You're my initiator. Sure. And I'm always like sitting back. Right. So what I'm, what I mean is like, I want to step up and make a ruckus a little more often. Okay. So I want to break this down a little bit, if you're okay with that. So making a ruckus, because we've talked about things that you could classify or talk about as a ruckus. And we talked about that they're viewed differently, mm -hmm. right? Some in a good, maybe positive way, as far as like helping you get to the goal some as maybe not being as I don't know if appropriate for the situation is, but just not as um useful yeah. maybe in attaining yeah. what you're trying to to do. So if you think about what it means to make a ruckus to you, what does that look like? When when have you felt like you've made a ruckus in the past in a positive way? Mm. I mean, problem problem <laughs> Most often when I, when I show up and I use my voice to either ask a question or point out something that I've noticed and, you know, not, not withholding, like actually showing up and saying something, whether it's to a, a group 
of friends or to somebody one-on-one that's how I, that's like how I do it in my head. It, it, you know, even like when think of like in class, when the teacher asks a question and nobody raises their hand to like respond, I was the one that would raise his hand and I'd be like, I'm here to participate. I'm enrolled. Like I'm here for this, that that's how I've done it now. Where, whereas when we saw it on the video board and we're both like, Oh, Seth says that a lot. (laughs) I think what it means in that context is you starting and doing and trying to make a change. Right. And I think part of that is using your voice and speaking up and realizing kind of like with the poke the box, it's like, if you're, if you withhold, you're actually stealing from other people. And so that's kind of what I think of as making a ruckus is actually showing up and like generously sharing and being part of, you know, the situation or what's going on where you're at. I like that. Yeah. What do you, what, what do you think? <laughs> like, no, cause you asked me, you asked me all these great questions and what are you thinking about it? Well, I like the perspective you have. I do. I really like that. I, it's not exactly how I think about it, but I haven't engaged as much with Seth's work. Right. Before. I mean, I have, of course I have, um, but not as deeply is maybe what I would say. Yeah. When I think about making a ruckus, I think more about how do I, and maybe it is show up and share my voice, but how is it that I am showing up and saying my truth mm-hmm. in a way that can be heard? Yeah. And so um, <laughs> I'm going to digress a little bit here. So this time of year, as you know, Keith, I really enjoy myself watching. What kind of movies do I like to watch this time of year? Hallmark Christmas movies. Hallmark Christmas movies, Netflix Christmas movies, Ion Original Christmas (laughs) movies. Um, Yeah, Christmas movies. For some reason, the last two or three years, I didn't think I would ever be watching Hallmark Christmas movies. And alas, here I am. So this morning, I was watching Christmas Wedding Planner. That sounds like one I set to record for you off a Hallmark or something. Very possible. I wanted to watch something new. I, I'll watch all my tried and trues over the next several weeks, but I wanted to watch something new. So I pulled out Christmas Wedding Planner, and it's a story of a, a girl who is planning her first big wedding at Christmas time. Whoa, right? Reflects the title. So she's planning, and she, as she's going along, when she needs to be brave, she takes a deep breath and she goes, I am a fierce warrior. And then she goes up and says what it is she needs to say. And I feel like that in some ways is making a ruckus. I know it's bigger than that, but I do think on some level, it's that taking a deep breath and being like, okay, I need to say my truth right now. To your point, the poke the box. Mm-hmm. Right. I need to share what it is that is my perspective right now, even if it's uncomfortable. Oh, I totally, I totally agree with that. Like, that's that's what I meant with what I was saying, because I'm not the first one with their hand up on purpose. It's just that sometimes nobody else raises their hand, and then I do that calculation of okay, it's okay. I can I can speak up. Like I paid for the credits for this class, or I'm enrolled, you know, like I have every right to say the same thing. Right. You know, And I'm like, yep. And then, I, you know, so it's not like I'm a, obviously if anyone's listened to this, I'm not like the most confident person, but I work through that and I, 
you know, I, I kind of push, maybe push through that a little faster than some people maybe, but Mm -hmm. whatever. Let's get back to what you're saying. (laughs) So what I'm saying is just around making a ruckus. I think that there's more beyond what I'm saying it is, especially in the creative process. So if I'm thinking. In your work, let's talk about like, right. It doesn't have to be a creative process. It can be. I want to talk about my creative work. Oh, okay. Um, if that's okay. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be limited to that. I thought you were. No, I, I, so making a ruckus, um, something that I think is empowering and also scary at the same time. Like I think making a ruckus can be empowering and scary. Yeah. Right. It probably wouldn't be as empowering if it wasn't a little scary. Right. And so I keep going back to, uh, the project that I'm trying to do and I shouldn't say I'm trying because that means that I'm not doing anything. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's it's an excuse for um, when the, I use the words I'm trying to. You're in the process. I'm in the process. And it's okay that it's a little. It's slower than you. You like you like fast paced m- movement. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. And well, honestly, even um, okay. So I want making a ruckus in that situation. We're saying making a ruckus a lot. I know, I know. So so I think that one thing that w- would help me move things forward is to think about how do I push myself outside of my comfort zone more than I'm doing currently? How do I make progress when I have all the excuses in the world as to why I'm not making progress? Like, look, so today we put up the Christmas tree, right? Decorated it. And putting up the Christmas tree means that all of our little workout station has to move. Right. So our weights have to go over on this part of the basement. It doesn't have to move. You well, want it to move. I want so. I want the tree in a specific spot. So that, that is a little on me. <laughs> so the, you know, our free weights and our kettlebells go like over here. And then the rowing machine has to like go somewhere. And so does it go by the treadmill or should, should we put it in my office? I'm like, well, I'll just put it in my office. And I spent, and I don't even think you know this because we haven't talked about it, but I've, I spent quite a lot of time rearranging where that rowing machine was going to be. Cause no matter where I put it in my office, it was going to disrupt my quote unquote, perfect setup Mm -hmm. to make progress on something I'm not making progress on anyway. Where's the rowing machine? Uh, so it's in front of my big whiteboard mm-hmm. that has all of my ideas and my my project mapping on it. And and grant you, the rowing machine folds up. It rolls. It's not like it's an 800 pound something. But I put it there. I'm like, well, guess I'm not going to make any progress on that until January. And I'm like, what are you thinking? Uh, oh, you're you're finding excuses. I am. That's what and that is. and so for that for that to come out, at least now I recognize it. Like there was a while ago I didn't even recognize that that would have been an excuse, but I'm like, well, gotta put this rowing machine in front of the whiteboard and therefore my eyeballs can't see it. And so therefore <laughs> which is not true. A rowing machine is how close to the ground? Like really close to the ground. What? It's not like this elevated like rowing machine that's if it's all laid down how it's supposed to be to use, it's not more than two feet high. No, it's not. But it made me feel a little like I don't have 
the fight to have a ruckus. Does that make sense? Like, I don't have... Yeah, that's what I was talking about I earlier. I don't have the ruckus within me to go after what I say I supposedly want to pursue. I was writing about that earlier today, you? and you don't know. I don't. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I was like, literally in my daily You're journaling post. about that? Yeah. Oh, or yeah. In my daily posts in public. Uh, I'm like, oh, these are the things I want to be doing. These are the things I say I want to be doing. I need to stop saying... I'm going to do them and start doing them and making room in my schedule to do these things because that's going to make my daily practice better. I need to incorporate all these things. And what I was saying earlier about like my ambition, that's what I'm hearing from you is you're like, where's that, where's that fire? Where's that, that ambition? Or some people might say like how that's where like you need to use your ego, right? To like help you push forward or push through that resistance, that uncomfortableness of taking that next step. You, I mean, everyone listening right now is like, we don't even know what she's talking about. Nobody knows what your project is. <laughs> That's because I'm too scared to talk about it. Right. So you, you're too afraid to talk about it. Why do you think you have made no progress? You, you know, it's, that's not a coincidence. <laughs> Ooh, mic drop key. <laughs> don't Jeez. drop the mic. I won't drop the mic. Oh, yeah. You know, and I think part of, part of it is when we get to a thousand subs laura will unveil her project i'm just kidding <laughs> what subs subscribers oh i was like what you know, are you this, talking that's about that's how much we don't care about that it's like you don't even know what a sub is I'm like it's <laughs> like, like cold cut combo or tuna yeah. fish like what yeah. are we doing no no no, like, no. oh gosh that's i thought a, you were talking a, subway gotcha. that's a joke <laughs> all right <laughs> so yeah you need to commit right yeah so is it committing or is it making a ruckus or am I just you, using that as a delete? You're using to semantics oh. to avoid committing or holding yourself accountable or letting yourself off the hook. All these things that we hear about, right? That we can like write down on post-its to remind us to like step by step, just little steps, right? I, That's like what you tell me. You tell me this know, all the time. But I feel like I think there is this part of me too, though. And I know we talk about this a lot on the podcast. What? Like trying to get started, trying to keep momentum, trying to keep going, trying to silence or mitigate the the voices yeah. of criticism and the hate, either internal, you know, uh, self-generated or yeah, from others. Yeah. But there's part of me that I think I do feel, I do feel like I want, I want to move forward with my project. And at the same time. I have that guy, right? Like one row down saying, sit down, not so fast. Right. Do it this specific way. And it's kind of, well, and I think too, it, that idea of even like, it's not a right time to make a ruckus right now. I'm too busy. I don't have time. I got plenty going on. Why would I do the wave right now when maybe now is the time for me just to be quiet? Take it in, listen, soak yeah, it up. That's what we were. That's something that we were kind of talking about on the car ride, right? Like, right. Like, how do I know now is the time to make a ruckus, or how do I know now is the time to wait and prepare for the ruckus to be made? So, I, I, I don't think waiting for the right moment that is a stall tactic. That's resistance and. The other thing that you were saying, it sounds like you need 
reassurance, which there's never enough of. That's something Seth says. And it's like, oh, snap. Like, once you start needing that reassurance, you're always going to kind of need it, right? So, like, how? I mean, obviously we want it. I want it. But I think it's it's being okay with it not being perfect because that's almost that's what I was hearing too is like it's not the right time or how do I do it right you know I was starting it's not to even up. necessarily I don't know if it's necessarily that I think it's more of a do I know enough what it is I want to do is it scoped out enough for me to even start working towards it but I guess yes the question back at myself is if you don't start working towards it how are you going to get clear on what it is yeah right? there's another thing around that which is. Like I think Seth says this. He's like, okay, great. You 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 know what you want to do. Now go do it, and then realize you you're not doing what you thought you were trying to do, <laughs> and then keep going and start again. And it's it's. I mean, we're just kind of circle talking around this a bunch, but yeah. but it's because it's real, right? You're it's the resistance. It's it's scary to like kind of take that leap, but that's you know the the other thing too is like we think of it as such a big leap. When what you kind of, what I realized I got to tell my brain is like, it's a calculated risk that I'm really not in danger of anything if it doesn't work. And the other thing is like, can you be patient enough to realize like, I'm going to make slow progress. Cause if it, if you're saying it doesn't feel like the right time to start, it is, it's just, you're, you're, you don't think you can do it all so fast. Like you just got to realize like there's long-term view. You know, versus yeah. it's not good unless I can bang it out in, in a two weeks. It's like, well, no, like <laughs> take your time and do whatever you can. Keep yeah. working towards the goal, right? Like we've been talking about, like all it takes is a goal, right? Like that, <laughs> that book. Right. Put that on again or. Yeah. I don't know. So easy for me to say it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just. I'm pa- I'm pausing, right? Cuz I'm 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 thinking and I'm contemplating because I feel like I make a ruckus quite a bit. Yeah. In other parts of my life. Mhm. <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. Um Yeah, you you get you get to make a ruckus in work, right? In your work? In my work or even at home or Oh well, yeah. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to go there, but yeah. No, but it it is one of those things like today I got up and we often have coffee, right? And talk about our day. And I'm like, okay, so today I want to see my sister off um, and her family because they're heading back to Seattle. I want to put up the Christmas tree and decorate it and put all our Christmas stuff out. I want to put away all my canning things and it has to get nested back into deeper storage. I want to do podcast episode with you. I want to make sure we watch the Chargers game with child one because that's his team. And so I have this huge long list, but that's not necessary. It feels like I'm making a ruckus for the day where I'm like, let's go. We got this. We're doing it all. Yeah. Um, That's what you do. You do that. (laughs) That is like my daily, even like, was it, when was it yesterday? We went to a Christmas tree farm. We picked up the tree wreaths. Then we went shopping. My sister, mom and I went shopping to some small businesses in town. And then I came home for a few hours. I threw up all of our Christmas lights outside. I We watched a couple episodes of Shorzy. And then I went back over to hang out. And, you know, like we mm-hmm. played some games. And 
I don't stand still very well. Well. And I can't get a lot done, but I'm just stuck. I feel so stuck. And I want to make a ruckus with it, but there's something that's just, I feel like I'm making it too precious. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Because. We've talked about that, right? Yeah, we have. Yeah. We have. I feel like I'm making it so darn precious yeah. that. You don't want it to like disintegrate when it sees the light of day kind of thing. Right. Or I just don't even know where to go. You know, like it would be easier. Like one thing I've thought, and I haven't shared this with you. Mm-hmm. Should I not? No, I'm, oh. like, I'm like, oh. No, but it, it was even that I was thinking, I'm like, you know, one thing I love to do is puzzles. I love puzzling. I always have loved puzzling. Yeah. Puzzling, we, all, we all know. <laughs> I know. It is so flipping amazing. Yeah. And I was like, maybe that's what I do. Maybe it's not this other thing that I've been Maybe I create like an online puzzling community. Maybe I create like a puzzle swap. I'm sure it's already out there, but you know, like some cool puzzle group. Like, wouldn't that fill my cup? Okay. Go do it. Oh. What was that? <laughs> overwhelming? <laughs> yes. Overwhelming. Okay. Overwhelming. Why? I thought you loved puzzling. I do love puzzling. So why don't you make an online community focused on puzzling? Because what would I call it? Puzzling. <laughs> no G on the end, just puzzling. apostrophe. Doesn't matter. Like, that's another thing. Puzzling in Wisco? Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, goodness. Your, fir- your, your, first, your first response to my question was, like... Oh. A, a limiting belief, yeah. So it was ugh. So I can see why you're like, oh, I'm not ready to move forward. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I can tell. So how do you make a ruckus with something that that you're passionate about, that you really want to do, or logically want to do? I don't know. Is it a hobby? Maybe it just needs like people can have hobbies. That's true, right? They don't have to be a project, or it doesn't have to be a project that. Is the like something that you're gonna rely on it for income? You know, like when we're talking about when people are talking about like what they're what they're working on in their projects, it's you know you're thinking of them making a startup or a online community so that it can generate revenue, so that you c- that can be your job, right? Like, is that what if that's oh. what you want? Then is that gonna ruin something that's a passion of yours? Is it better to have that passion stay a hobby? Isn't that interesting? I'm not saying yes or no. I'm just saying it's something to think about. So that's that's really interesting because I feel like I'm probably putting a lot of pressure on myself that whatever I do or whatever I create potentially could be like a side hustle. Yeah. I never even really thought about just doing it for the pure enjoyment because I've never done a side hustle. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. I'm always trying to figure out what is my long-term plan to do something that's fulfilling me. But like one of my future, like my, my superpowers is to be incredibly future focused. Yeah. Right. So. So why are you denying yourself that superpower? Of being future focused? Yeah. You're denying a vision you're having for your future by not working on it. Um. I think I'm denying myself it because I don't fully know what my next step is going to be. And I suppose um, that's hard for you. 
it's really hard. It is really hard for me not knowing because. <laughs> well, you can do plan B while you have your current plan in place. I know. I mean, and that's, that's what a lot of people say, right? Is that. Well, some people don't realize it. Some people are like, it's all or nothing. I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to go follow this dream passion. Oh, oh no. And it's like, okay, that's. But that's making a ruckus, right? Sure. Jumping with both feet. Yeah, it's also irresponsible, and it depends on what are your circumstances. Right. Do you have kids? it depends on the risk tolerance and your ability to take those risks. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt there, but uh, another thing that Seth says is if you start something new, when you start something new, right? Yeah. It's not going to be easy, and and he'll say, who said it was supposed to be easy? If you're going to do what you are seeking to do, the change that you're looking to make, it's it's a pretty magical thing, and so why wouldn't it be hard? Because what you're going to get in return for doing that significant work, it's not supposed to be easy, because you're it's going to be that much more rewarding, you know, kind of thing. And so I don't mean to diminish how how hard it feels when you're in the dip, kind of, right? Like, when you're in the thick of it, because I've been there for, in in my situation, I've been in spots where I'm like, I don't see how I'm going to get out of this. And this right. is just where I'm going to be. Right. Like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not trying to project that on you. I'm just saying that's what it's making me think of and feel is when I felt like kind of no hope of, you know? Yeah. So I guess the thing I'm contemplating is I'm really good. <laughs> so I'm really good at making a ruckus. From a personal standpoint, I'm really good at going after hobbies, figuring out how to do things I've never done before, mm-hmm. right? Show up, bring people along, being like, come on, let's go. Let's jump into the lake. Yeah. You know, might be cold, but we can do it, you know, whatever. But again, that I, I just am pausing because that I just feel this real heaviness, I think, maybe around my creative work. And so I'm trying to figure out. Like the thing in my head, like in my head right now, what I'm thinking is I know I'm like an excuse machine, Mm. right? I don't have time. That's the script running through your head right now? I don't have time. Who wants to engage on women leadership topics anyway? A lot of women. (laughs) I know, (laughs) I know. Um, What would I call what I'm trying to do? Mm. Would I have a website? Would it be this? Would it be that? These are all things that can be changed. I mean, I know everything's figure outable. Yeah. Right. So why are you letting that hold you back? Like you don't need to keep listing off things. Yeah. It's very apparent what you're feeling and that that heaviness and So I, I think maybe this is what it is. I think the thing that's holding me back right now is I'm trying to start and maintain habits of showing up for certain things consistently yeah so our podcast we release every thursday and it's it's interesting because that takes some planning to make sure that we can sit down and have good conversation Mm -hmm. and put in the work so it's thoughtful so you have time to edit it right yeah our aim is to have good content (laughs) our aim is you're right you're right sometimes we circle talk and meander it's not up to us (laughs) but we're trying we're trying we're trying The other thing is just around like my morning routine and my 
you know, so I'm trying not to make sudden movements. <laughs> like I feel like, okay, so I'm going to, you didn't grow up with dogs, right? I mean, there were dogs in the neighborhood, but like I didn't have a dog. Okay. So, so I grew up with dogs and cats. I know you know that. And so just bear with me for a second. I had a dog named Tivoli growing up and she was just a really um, fun dog. And she was Cocker Spaniel, would run around the neighborhood. If she could get out or sneak out of our fence or anything, she was going to go and just like tear around the neighborhood. Loved it. For anybody that has a dog or had a dog, you know, like where the dog would just like run around, she would, you'd sneak up to her very slowly when she was out and you had to catch her to put her back on the leash, right? And get her home. You'd sneak up very, very slowly, no sudden movements, very small changes. You'd show her a treat in your hand and then she would slowly come towards you. And about eight times out of 10, she would just look at you, pivot and just run off. And like you didn't succeed, right? And so I'm saying all of this because I have a pretty solid morning routine. We've talked about my morning routine, right? I get up, I make coffee, I journal, I have been working to reincorporate movement and uh, I make my plan for the day and I try and do some sort of self-growth, right? Reading or something, podcast, something. So that is really good, but I feel like adding one more thing into it it's just like Tivoli, like my dog, right? Like if I was to add 10 minutes or 15 minutes of journaling or ideating around my projects or my ideas, like I feel like I would kind of start to incorporate it, but then maybe my whole morning routine would fall apart and it would just like run away and cruise around the neighborhood. It, I know it's not practical, but do you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like one small tweak movement or change to it is going to completely end up in me not achieving my goal and actually being further away from attaining it. What goal? My goal of having a solid morning routine that helps me with my well-being. Okay. Do you have that right now? Yeah. I feel like I have several components. I do want to add more movement Right. back okay. in, shifting from summer to now. I... I need to incorporate movement in different ways. Okay. Getting back inside. So what's the point of having the morning routine? The point of the morning routine is to help center me, to help me uh, focus on my well-being, stress management, and uh, self-growth development before I give my time to other people for the day. And what is the point of this project that you want to be working on? The point of the project uh, is to really create a community that is going to support other other women leaders or other women around topics that we struggle with in particular to help add value to whatever projects or leadership roles they're taking on. And so, I mean, the goal of it isn't to just create a community so I can hang out with people. Like the goal of it is to create and add value to other people's lives. To create change. To create. Creates ripples of change, right? Yeah. It's a community. It's there to support people in the community, right? Right. Right. I mean, that's, and I think I have this, maybe this is, I also have this fear 
if I don't have enough time right now to even think through what could this be called, would I even have the time to show up generously in the community and in the space to help support other women? Right. Right. And I understand yeah. that's what's happening in your brain right now. And there's right. way too much emphasis on what to call it. And I get <laughs> it. I see that it gets people hung up and making no progress forever. And it's, it's not that important, but feels really important. But I think the reason it feels important to me right now is the small, well, no, (laughs) it's because I have like articles I've been trying to write, right? Like blog posts, things like that. Mm -hmm. But where do I put them? (laughs) Right. What, for what, to what end are they for? Right. Okay. So you and I, we could take 30 minutes and we could find like five to 10 really good things to call your project like later. Right. And that sounds like fun to me. <laughs> I like words. Um, and I like hanging out with you. Oh. Um, I like so, out with you too. Thanks. Yeah. Where I was trying to go was, yeah, this morning routine. Yep. That is designed to support you in doing the things that you want to do. Correct. And so how important is this project to you? And if it's important enough, the morning routine should be able to support that. Do you know what I mean? It, it's a choice. Like you have to make a choice. Like we were talking about commitment, like it literally is. You make the decision once and then you don't have to make it again because you just, you committed to it. Right. I'm totally channeling Seth right now. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like I'm sure he said that and I've heard him say it so many times and it's so much easier to say it to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you're saying like, I can't add this into my morning routine. It's like, well. I'm just worried the whole ho- cart, you know, what is it? House of cards is going to fall. Why does it have to be part of the morning routine? The morning routine is supposed to set you up to do things later in the day. Why can't your project? It's just another thing to work on. It's another thing on your to-do list later. Like I'd rather you worked on that than us watch a show. Yeah. I mean, I want to spend as much time with you as possible, but it's the same thing that, that we've yeah. talked about before. It's like, if, if I'm preventing you from doing something that's going to make you happy, that would, that would devastate me to find that out, right? Yeah. Like, you've, you told that to me years ago, where you're like, we're not, we do not want to be an, an excuse for you to not do what's going to make you happy. Right. And yeah. that really shifted my perspective of, because I have a hard time, when I take time for me, I feel selfish. Right. When I take time to work on things, or I take the time and I'm slower, and I don't get as much accomplished as like you would if you were doing your stuff. I compare, right? And then I kind of, it kind of pile on myself a little bit. So I'm just, I feel like you're going down that path a little bit of, of I'm not going to start because I don't know if I have time. It's like, we, we've ta- we said it before, we have time, but it doesn't have to be four hour chunks. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, you're right. Again, I I'm mean, saying it. It's easy for me to say it, right? Yeah. I think, I mean, you're right. And I think the thing that I'm... <laughs> so I keep trying to think back to what our topic is for today. And there's a part of me <laughs> that that says small small progress isn't enough, that that's not a ruckus, that that isn't big enough to make the change that you ultimately want to make. And at the same time, though, what I do want to say is I know that's crap. Yeah. Like, I know. Because drip, drip, drip. All of a sudden, you have an ocean. 
exactly. Or um, this is this is just a small example. Um, what was it? On Friday, I woke up, I made myself coffee. I was getting ready for my morning routine. I'm like, you know what? You are going to do your weightlifting circuit, um, focus on legs. Like you're going to have leg day yeah. today, right? And my head was like, no, no, <laughs> you, you aren't going to do that. It's not enough. You know, it's only three circuits of three different things, you know, like, no, you're not. No. And <laughs> somehow I found the power within me to say, I know you don't want to do this. And you know what? We're going to do it anyway. And so maybe I just need to continue to get the reps in and practicing that of, I know right now you don't want to do this because you don't think it's enough, but you're going to do it anyway. I mean, that's probably a powerful phrase that I should spend the next couple of weeks really working on, right? I mean, do you think that phrase in itself somewhat helped? I, I think that would help me um, I think that's take like, a whole bunch of little whispers and make them into a roar, right? That sounds a lot like, like I take Seth's, to me, it's a, I make it a mantra that people like us do things like this. Yeah. That's what that sounds a lot like that. And I think you should say what, what you said there. Like, I'm, because I mean, that's just a different way of saying it. Like, like I know you don't feel like doing this right now, but we're going to do it anyway. Shady Laura doesn't feel like doing it. <laughs> Shady Laura, but, no. But Laura's Shady saying Laura we're not. doing this. Yeah. I'm doing this, and I guess you're coming along, and you can just be quiet, you know? Or you can whine the whole time. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I mean, it is, um, it is that feeling of once you start that first set, right? The action the first circuit. The action leads to more motivation. Yep. Right? I mean, how many times have um I will use myself, how many times have I said, you know what? You're just going to go out and you have committed to a ten minute walk. And then I've I'm gone for a half hour and I've done like a walk run or yeah, and you come back and you like you got a little glow on you, like it, you tell yeah. it lifted your like just your whole mood. Or like even like if when you drag me out to go on a walk, I'm just like Ugh. you did air quotes, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, this is great, and then it starts lightning, and then you're like, we gotta run home, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really check the weather very often. No, do I? no, I'm pretty bad at that. Okay, so you just gotta lean in and push through. And sometimes that ruckus doesn't have to be loud and yelling, right? You need, yeah, you have the persistence and the consistency that will make a louder ruckus later right yeah all the small things add up to bigger things yeah you're saying drip 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 yeah right step by step that's a seth thing too like the drip 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 like he says a lot i totally just i rip seth off all the time (laughs) (laughs) no but he he inspires you i incorporate it yeah you live it you live it Mm -hmm. um start throwing him on unaudible any of his books anytime you'll get it too yeah so uh, have there been any things that we haven't talked about around this topic that i feel like we i (laughs) i feel like we went in a direction i didn't really anticipate going i wasn't planning on talking about i think where we went is better for most people and they get to see into something that's real Right. You know, not that we ever don't try to, we know, it's not like we don't show up real. It's just. Maybe in a future episode, I'll be talking about how the drip, 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 or the showing up when I didn't want to and doing it anyway, how that is starting to come together. Yeah. I mean, 
and make a difference, right? Yeah. There's a bunch of things that you listed off that you're hesitant about that I can help you with. You're a great partner. Sorry. No. Should we wrap it up? I think so. I think so. (laughs) We often talk about something that we've been listening to or consuming, reading, and I want to check in with you if there's anything that you would like to share with folks. I started rewatching Shorzy on Hulu. <laughs> it's a spinoff of Letterkenny. Uh, I was rewatching the first season because I saw the second season came out. I don't know when it did, but I hadn't seen it. And I don't know what made me think to check. It was probably just, I was like, it's winter. <laughs> I'm like, I want to watch something funny. Um, if you're into kind of dry, I feel like, have we talked about this before? I don't know if we've talked about Chorzy. Okay. It's not something to have on with the kids around, but it's funny. It's about hockey. It's, I know it's kind of a specific thing, but it's, it's comedy and I like it and I'm looking forward to watching the second season and try to get some movement in. I'm telling myself that I recommend movement. You, you brought it up. So now I'm thinking of it. I haven't been getting enough movement in and yeah, that's, that's about it. For me, what about you? So I would recommend any Hallmark Christmas movie mm. at this point. I just, I find them to be great. They give you a good cry or giggle and they're really predictable. So you can sometimes multitask and just puzzle, puzzle. <laughs> exactly. You can puzzle. <laughs> the other thing, don't know if I've recommended this before, but I really like the podcast uh, from Harvard Business Review, Coaching Real Leaders with Muriel Wilkins. So I've been listening to that. And uh, one of the most recent episodes from November was about, should I continue to climb the corporate ladder? And so maybe you're hearing some of that podcast come out Mm. in me as well of, am I capable of climbing the corporate ladder and eventually aspiring to become a college president if I'm given the opportunity, of course. Is that something that I'm currently thinking is my future path? Possibly, possibly not. So it, it was a, um interesting podcast to consume and just really soak in and think about um, maybe as I'm thinking about the future, what might next steps be in the next five or 10 years. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Oh my goodness gracious.